Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, 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 beautiful people. We are so happy to be here with you today because my guest and I are sharing on a very special project that is meant to empower you, meant to help you step into your divine service work. And it's something that we are excited to share. And we're going to have fun here talking about it today as well. Anna Celestino is here. She assists people in the Akashic Records, in understanding uh, past lives, contracts that they may have. And what we're doing today is talking about how you can really become a business, do a business in your world and do it in a fifth dimensional way. So let's welcome Anna Celestino here. Hi, Anna. Thank you for being here. Hey, it's my pleasure to be here. Definitely. We are excited. Okay. I'm looking at the Zoom and for some reason, there you are. Now you're on. Okay. Good. That was weird. I've never had that with Zoom before where someone just visibly disappears. (laughs) Yeah, I was on, I was in another dimension. Another, (laughs) there's another whole screen. Realize, oh, I don't think I'm supposed to be there. Okay. All right. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to talk. One of my most favorite things is helping people break out of the old paradigm, the 3D matrix, if we want to call it that, the old paradigm of a mental construct of limitation and doubt and worry into a fifth dimensional space of knowing exactly who we are and what we're here to do and how we can do it from a vibration that actually attracts our clients to us, our perfect clients to us. Um, let's start. Let's start. Um, I would say that one of the biggest things that we have to do when we, if we're going to leave our corporate job, you know, we hear that a lot. Do you, do you hear that there's, there's this undercurrent of people saying, I know what my mission is. I have a vision of what it is, or I have a sense of what it is, but I may not have a clear picture of what it is, and I definitely don't know what next step to take. Are you finding that with uh, your um, clientele more yeah. and more? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I'm I'm definitely seeing the the urge and the passion to to really for people to step into what they came here to bring. Definitely, def- definitely seeing that. Yeah. Yes. And so I think one of the most important steps that we can take when we embark on our own mission or our own project is the need for us to get out of our own way. And that means all of these limiting beliefs. When you struck off on your own, what were some of the beliefs that you had to overcome? Um, you know, I think I, when I was first starting, I probably faced a lot of really common beliefs, like people, you know, who am I to think that I have this to offer? What if I, you know, uh, charge for this, but people don't feel like they're getting their money's worth? Um, 
a, you know, a fear that I would start to do a reading and nothing would come uh, or it wouldn't be pertinent to, you know, the person uh, that I was doing the, the reading for. What else? Um, you know, and I, I think in addition to those kinds of things, I think there's, you know me, it's I'm going to look at past lives. <laughs> I'm going to look at shadow work. I, I think, you know, there's I think for so many um, light workers you know, we've been doing this lifetime after lifetime and in different lifetimes, there's been different consequences. So I think that a lot of um, people that I've worked with have a fear of exposure, of being seen, of putting themselves out there because they have maybe even a subconscious memory of, I, you know, I did this before and I got burned at the stake or whatever that might be. And that is way more common than you might think. Oh, yes. Or or squashed or um, suppressed or. Um, yeah. And so the good news is that on our planet today, we are totally free to be fully expressive and to be 100 percent authentic. And so some of the belief systems, like even in my own life, was a belief system that you have to work hard for money, that you've got to work um, from the moment you get up to the moment that the day is done till the sun sets. And that, while it was good for a moment, it actually does not enhance the flow of energy that's going to be supportive for the creativity that's required to go out on one's own. So I think that was a big one as well. The value, feeling valuable. I remember when we started out, oh my gosh, this was so long ago, starting out, I just knew, like, I'll share my own story and, and you can share your story too. This is a, we're talking about a connection with our inner voice. We're talking about a connection with our higher self. And this was in, was that 2009 when that Gulf oil spill, I was already on my path a little bit. Uh, I had, I knew I had to do healing conversations. That was the first version of quantum conversations because of my journalistic instinct. I just, knew I had to just start somewhere and thank goodness for blog talk radio, that beautiful technology that came out. And now, you know, 15 years, almost 20 years down the road, the technology has even become more fluent for everyone to access. And that's the beauty. And we're going to talk more about that today and how people can begin doing something from just working with the technology. But when I started out, that Gulf oil spill, the oil spill in the in the Gulf of Mexico that they couldn't stop for like a month or six weeks, that weighed so heavy on my heart that I was driving in my car and I was up in, in the elevated um, mountains over like 7,000, 7,500 feet. You know, the vibrations at that elevation is a little different. And I was going by this area that I see it as nature spirits and I, and oftentimes it just makes me cry. And so as I go around this curve in this beautiful mountain scene, I felt that, that essence. And I said, Oh my gosh, I have to help Gaia. How can I step into my role? That, that episode of that oil volcano, let's call it really made me step up in a bigger level and say, I'm ready. I'm ready to be of service. How can I do that? And I heard one word I heard webinars. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is before Zoom. This was when GoToWebinar didn't even have video features yet. And I was driving in my car and I just said, webinars, what? My ego mind. How am I going to save the world with webinars? 
And I just kept saying, I kept hearing the word again, webinars. And now I know that that voice was one of my guides, Dwal Cool, DK, and my higher self as well. But I heard webinars and I kept questioning it and I kept hearing the same word, webinars. No explanation, but then a vision unfolded and I began to see the web of light that we were creating around the planet with webinars and bringing together people. And then instead of no, instead of hearing any more words, I began to feel what that was like. And the whole roadmap came out of in front of me. And it, and, I, and then I was like, ah, oh, I get it now. And then in 2020, I mean, that was so, that was 15, that was 12 years before 2020, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I, then now I know exactly why. And, and for following the suit, that was really important. So this is what I want to share is that when we get the inkling inside, we have to follow it. We have to take action steps. And we're going to be doing a boot camp together for people to join us. And we're going to be sharing more deeply on how people can begin to take action steps, what action steps do they take. But in my, in my way, and what got in my way, when we started to do a webinar, I was with Dr. Sue Lee. We were just charging $11 for a webinar. And I was very scared, scared to charge money for a webinar. What is that? That was something in a past life that kept me from valuing myself and what I had to offer. So I had to get over that, and I did. And this leads to a bigger journey that we took. We, in in this, getting out of our, um, you know, at one point in our life, it, it's not very fun to talk about, but, oh, my gosh, it's been like 20 years now. We were bankrupt. My husband and I, we came back from Guam. We came to America. We had our own little business. Um, we sold that business, but there was debt left behind from it. And my husband's dad was like, what are you guys going to do? So outside influences led us down this road where we, we were bankrupt. And I was so devastated that I remember sitting on a porch of this rental house that we had. We had sold our house even, and now we're in a rental house. And I was looking at my life saying, how in the world did this happen? How did I let this happen? That led me on such a deep inner journey. It's part of the passion matrix that I've created from that because it made me stop and say, heck no, I know what I love and I know what I'm good at. And I took inventory. I took inventory of this. And then I went so deep inside that I even took a bigger inventory. But then I had a roadmap. And then I began piecing things together and I began doing what I loved. And it all came back to teaching, um, recording on audio, all this fun stuff that I won't go into it here. But the point is, I started somewhere and it wasn't doing what I did. It wasn't healing conversations at first. That came a little bit later. What came was me getting into the Adobe Audition software and beginning to do that. And from there, one of the things that I was really good at was voiceover work. I did that when I was in the media world and I just went right back to it. And that was a little leg up. I had an ability to just start a small business. Then I saw when I put it out on the web, other voiceover talent were coming to me now saying, well, I speak Spanish. I can be your Spanish voiceover or I speak Arabic or German or French or Italian. So then 
my voiceover business, voicemaven.com, turned into an international voice studio. And so now that's no longer part of the picture because I've transformed along the way. But I just wanted to share that because it's these little things that we start doing that lead us to a bigger, that based on our joy, that lead us to a bigger expansion of what we're here to do. And then the next thing that was really important as we're talking about getting rid of limiting beliefs is I recognized what I brought into this life was an issue with money. So now I had to look, my husband and I, we were both a team in this together, had to look at this and say, all right, it's money. We are poverty conscious. We think that there's not enough. And with them, we started to identify programs in our lives. Like my husband had a deep one. No, I'm never going to have a brand new car. That's a waste of money as soon as you drive it off the lot. And how many of us have that? So many of us have that. And I said to him, If ETs were to drop down on the planet and give you the keys to a brand new UFO, would you say, no, I'm not going to drive that because (laughs) it's a waste of money? And he's like, no. And so it's like, okay, the same thing is here. Why do we not deserve a brand new car that's reliable and that if we shift our energy around it? And then we began a long journey with the belief systems around poverty consciousness and it shifts now into prosperity consciousness. And we're, we're going to talk about some money games here just to help everyone shift that vibration. But um, that was kind of key. So that's my journey of going through something that really took me to my knees, had me in tears. But with my back against the wall, that was it. It was like, okay, we're going to get to the bottom of this and I'm going for it. And here we are many years later, decades later. And I don't even feel the pain of that, but I see the awakening that occurred. And that's what everybody goes through. Would you agree that there's something, maybe it doesn't have to be as rough as that, but it's when we have our back against the wall, when we suddenly say, okay, that's it. I've had enough. I've had enough. I'm going to do this. What's your experience with that? Yeah, I I think that I had a great grandmother who used to say pain. They remember (laughs) she was Italian and she'd do that pain. They remember, which not, not a good thing um, in, in these days, but, but I, I, I always come back to that because I think it's so true. It's these painful moments that can really pressure us enough to push us through to the next thing. And one of the things to me that, you know, really stood out, Lauren, about your story is um, the fact that you got to that point where you just needed to do something and you kind of had a blank screen in a, or a blank slate at that point. And really, you know, you couldn't have said then where you would be now, but mm-hmm. you had to take each step. You just moved forward and trusted with each thing, which led to the next thing, which led to the next thing. And I think that that's so important because uh, you know, I would say in my coaching program, you don't have to know how, you just have to know what. You have to know what you want to do, and then life will provide the how. And so I think, you know, I think it's really important, you know, for anybody who's at a point where, gee, I do Reiki, or I do body work, or energy work, or readings, and I really would like to do that full time, you mm-hmm. may not know how how that's all going to work out 
but holding that intention for that to happen. And I'm not suggesting anybody rush out and just quit their day job. And we can talk about that some more about making those transitions. And actually, maybe that's what I should talk about, because I've done that so many times in my life where I was in a day job. I was in a, you know, um, for whatever the reasons, the circumstances, and I needed to make those transitions. So the first one was uh, I was working in the entertainment industry in television production. And then I was working at um, the Walt Disney Company doing marketing. And I had the privilege of uh, coordinating Mickey Mouse's 60th birthday internationally. I mean, I didn't do it myself. I coordinated all the divisions of the company to put together this massive birthday celebration. And I just remember one day, I was with some friends and I was so stressed. <laughs> I was just like, so uh, stressed. From it's all fun, the... but it's corporate. Oh my God. Yeah, it's corporate. And the expectations um, were very high. Yes. And, um, and my friend just looked at me and started laughing. And he said, you're, you're giving a birthday party for something that's not even real, for a mouse that's not even real. I was like, oh, yeah, but you're right. You know, I, I don't need to take this quite so seriously. But anyway, so so I finally finished the birthday celebration. And like two months later, I, I just had had enough. I couldn't do, I just couldn't do anymore in that arena. And I just said, I've got to, there's got to be more to life than this. That led to me living 11 years in a spiritual community, studying consciousness. And while I was in the community, um, which I, I learned so much and had um, so many amazing experiences. Um, but while I was in living in the community, I had a reading with this woman who did Akashic readings. And I had that reading and it was just absolutely clear to me, I need to learn how to do this. I want to do this. And it just resonated so deeply with me. And believe it or not, within the spiritual community, they they were not happy with me deviating from the program and offering something that was a little bit more out there, um, fringe. Um, and, and so I had to deal with... Um, making some choices there um, because I felt so devoted to the work. Um, and so that was a bit of a transition. I eventually um, ended up sort of phasing out my work in the community and doing the readings full time. And eventually then I moved out of the community and then I was having to support myself doing readings in Los Angeles, which was, you know, it's always expensive, whatever <laughs> decade you're in, it was expensive. And I, you know, I think I was 50 when I left the community and here I am. Okay. I'm going to make a living doing readings, but somehow I did. And then I, I was visiting a friend in France and, and it came to me that I want, I, one of my passions is writing. I wanted to get back to writing and I decided to write my book, Igniting Change. And so I, you know, took a year, um, and, and worked on my book. And it's like miracles just kept happening over and over about how I managed to take a year to write my book. I ended up with crazy stories. There's just a lot of crazy stories that go with that. Um, and so, but I think, you know, coming back to what we were talking about from your stories, it's those leaps of faith at every step where you get that knowing in yourself, you know, this is, yes, this is on my path, 
and I think when we see that and we and we acknowledge that that we are lined up with life and life is behind us and you know we're in the groove and in the flow and life is going to support us in doing that now you don't you don't want to do anything you know crazy um I think for me, there's like a practical side and there's a um, a trusting spiritual side. So I always laugh because um, I I'm an Aries. We like to take risks anyway, but um, I have I'm Virgo rising, which is, you know, Virgos like to plan. So I I always have my spreadsheets and my, you know, I I look ahead and and take some educated guesses on how this is going to work out. I keep track of my finances that way. So I'm I'm very practical in one regard, but also then like crazy trusting in another. So, and that seems to work for me. I don't know that (laughs) other people other than maybe Aries, other Aries, you know, are that willing to, you know, take risks at that level. But um yeah, so you know, I, another I ended up in another job for like six years managing a Chico's women's clothing store when my mom was um, sick with cancer, and and then I had to transition again out of that back to doing my work again. So there's been lots of um, cycles of that in my life where I've made those transitions from a day job to you know back to the work that I love. Yes, uh, that is a beautiful bridge of transition. And that is Ill- illustrative of how those who are wanting to make a transition themselves can do it just by beginning to do things one foot in front of the other, whether they're still working in a full-time job or whether they're um, working in a part-time job or maybe no job at all. We just begin by doing what we love. And I think an important thing is, um, you know, you, you mentioned astrology, know, knowing your sign, knowing about that. That's really important as well. And one of the things is the soul path number. So here's a little exercise for our audience. Soul path number. You take your birth date and you add the numbers. Take the year that you were born, add the numerals until you get to zero. Or, 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 I'm sorry, a single digit, not zero, until you get to a single digit. And then you add. Did you hear that? Uh-huh. <laughs> wow, that's that's lightning right above us. All right. Then you take and that's confirmation. Yes. Then you take your birth date and the month, the day and the month, and you add it up and you pay attention to the master numbers, 11, 22, 33. So go ahead and do that if you'd like everyone and let us know your soul path number. Anna, do you know what yours is? Not yet. Okay. Just yeah. figure yours out, Anna. I am a one and Sue Frederick, she's got a beautiful book. Um, I'm actually certified in teaching her, her, um, I see your dream job with soul path number expressions. And so that she, when I, I met her through synchronicity, she was in my town, Boulder, Colorado. We met at a networking event for the chamber of commerce and she's like, you're a one. And so I did a reading with her and she's like, you should not be working for anybody else because a one is fresh out of the gate, you know? And so that is what set me on my path as well and gave me the confidence So my point is, with all these soul numbers, 
whether that's an eight, an eight is just abundance and you have everything around you for abundance, whether it's friendships or opportunities or money. You know, some people who are eight, they're like, I'm an, I'm supposed to have a lot of money. And it's like, well, no, there's maybe other things like ideas. Maybe you have a lot of ideas or a seven or a six. There's all one through nine are these numbers. And then the master numbers. And I find it really fascinating because when people understand their soul path number, they are given, I want to say they're given license to be who they truly are, or they have a deeper understanding that if there's a three, then you just need to be creative and you need to express yourself creatively. And if you don't, there's going to be a shadow side to that where you're going to be unhappy or you're going to try to like force other people you know, instead of you living your truth and being happy with your truth. So I think the soul path number is really good. And uh all right, so I could go through each of these numbers really quick. But as I'm doing this, and you guys are still figuring out your soul path number, I would like to ask our Zoom audience to share with us if you have a desire to start your own business. Do you have a desire to start your own business? To do something new, to step into service work. Do you have an idea on where to begin? Do you need guidance on where to begin? That's what we're talking about here today is how we can give you that guidance. And again, the numbers. So I'm going to go to those real quick. There's only one through nine. And then, of course, the master numbers. And I'm going to give a very abbreviated because you guys can go Google anything on online and find out more about these soul path numbers. But Anna, what's yours? What's your number? I'm a seven. I good. Well, that explains a lot. It does. Uh, it ex- okay. So let me start from the beginning. It's, it's like sacred geometry when the number, the numerals move from source. So a number one is actually moving away from source, striking out on its own. It's very masculine and it gets things done and it's leader quality. So a one cannot work for another person. And that was what I struggled with all my life. When I went into journalism, oh my goodness, we were our own, reporters are our own boss because the audience, the world, the people are our boss. And our word that we're saying to the people is our boss. So even though there's a news director and TV cameras and studios like that, we were still pretty independent in our So that always resonated with me. So then uh, that's a one. Okay. So then a two is the female side. It's like the point moving from the one. So now it's the feminine version. So a two is very nurturing. It's very feminine qualities, building these things, teamwork, team support. That's a, a good two. So then the three is like the child of the father and the mother. The three is the one that needs to be creative, to express creativity. So if you're a three, you need to be in like making clothes or marketing or you've got all those ideas that you're generating. All right. So then moving along, four. The four is now four legs of a table. Foundation. So people who are fours on a soul path love to organize. They're really good at having things neat and ducks in a row and maybe even a visionary of how the structure might work. So for any fours out there, it's really important to just honor that. And then look back when you took a job, were you able to come in and organize someone? That's great. So then we get to five. Five is 
about changing everything from the previous four. It's all about adventure. So this means travel, doing things differently, like it's never been done before. So you've got innovation with fives. Again, you've got a lot of adventure, doing things totally different than the way it's always been. Uh, fives are also, again, like travel writers or these people who just have to get out on the planet and go. That's a five. It's beautiful. Then the next number as a six is where that five now comes back into family. Six is all about family. And when I think Michael Jackson is a six. And it's very interesting. Six is is Jesus. It's Christ-like. It's Christed number. It's a beautiful number. So maybe it means that you, if you're a six, you're not going out into the world to work. Maybe your journey is to really care for your family or to be a teacher that teaches new structures in the schools or um, maybe in the community, you've got your community and you just really care about that network of people who are close to you in your lives. That's really important to recognize the power of a six because you can see how if you're a six and you come up against a one or someone says you should go out on your own job. Maybe a six is not meant to be in their own job, meant to be in a structure where they go and they show up and they emanate their light from that structure. So then we get to seven. That's what Anna is. That's what some beautiful people. Rosemary's a seven. Um, Shanti. I think that's Charlotte. Is that Charlotte? Shanti's a seven. Seven is all, it's, it's twofold. Seven is very intellectual, very intellectual, but the flip side is very spiritual. So it could be either. So you, you find sevens are the accountants, um, the engineers, very intellectual scientists. But then we know that spirituality and science can go hand in hand. So where you may not resonate with the intellectual, maybe something tugs at your heart to say, Ah, I now want to become a hermit and I want to retreat into silence or my own space. Or maybe you're really into the spiritual world and you want to be a spiritual teacher. So that's what a seven is. Sevens are really wonderful um, because, again, it's twofold. You can be very intellectual then you could throw your hands up one day and say, I got to be spiritual. And this year is a seven year. Add the number 2023, that adds seven. And so this is really a spiritual journey, another deeper awakening for our planet, for the collective as well. Next year is going to be eight. <laughs> all right. Um, and eight, again, we mentioned is all about abundance. Eight is all about abundance. It doesn't have to come in a monetary form, but it could be. But instead, the eight, it's the infinity symbol. Maybe there's other things that are beckoning in your life, like look at all your relationships. Maybe you have trees in your yard that bear so much fruit. So just look at all the ways that you have abundance. And if you are an eight, go find opportunity. Be a networker. Bring that in. It really is wonderful. And then we get to a nine. And a nine is the completion of it all. I love nines. They are masters. 
They are humanitarians. So nines are great for um, nonprofit organizations doing things differently for the collective. I do love it. And then there's the 11 and the 2-2 and the 3-3, even the 4-4. The 11s, my husband is is an 11. You can add the 11. One plus one is two. We call those 11 twos. And that would be more of a very nurturing feminine quality, but the 11th of the Ascension Gateway fully anchored in the heart and here doing heart-centered work, heart-centered compassion in all relationships. The master number 11 is really powerful. And the 2-2, it's also a 4. You add the 2 and the 2, and that's a 4. But the master level of the 2 is just feminine energy amplified, but yet in a new foundation. So those are 22. And then 33 is the threes, very Christ-like creative. Very, It's a Christed number. Jesus was 33 when he died, transitioned, ascended. So that number 33 is really powerful. I don't see anybody on here who are three threes or master numbers, but this just gives us an idea of like who we are when we step out onto our own and to recognize that, you know, we're each unique with these parameters of some form that help us recognize strengths within ourselves. And so if you're, if you want to go out in your own business and you're not a one, what are you? So for those who want to go out into their own business, Cindy, you're, um, Cindy, you said you are a, an eight. Perfect. Go make a lot of connections. Get yourself networked. It's really awesome. Yes. Um, it just, it's not, it, we're not, we're not going to stop ourselves because we are a number. It just helps us identify more of, you know, like for me, when I heard I'm a one, I saw that movie, What the Bleep Do We Know, as I was a one, as like months after I found out I was a one. And then I came home and I quit my job. I went on a girl's trip and I came home from that trip and said, I'm no longer working for the man. I'm working for myself. And so that was the power of the one because ones can do that. And so it just motivates us. And so threes, if you want, if you're a three and you want to start a business, Do what you love. And I bet you what you love is something being super creative, whether it's graphic design or any of this. So that is the power of knowing your soul path number. And we hope that that helps because it's powerful. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for that. Well done. Gee, (laughs) for a quick review, that was very thorough. That was great. For a quick review, yes. Well, and I think one of the things about... Um, identifying your soul number. I was kind of thinking about this before because um, for me, I think my, like the drive to do my spiritual work with other people comes from my own, that seven in me, you know, it's that, that passion for the spiritual. It's a passion for the, um, you know, the spiritual organization I was connected with, their mission was the restoration of human consciousness, you know, that like, and and I feel like that's still so much a part of my calling in this world, even though I'm not connected with them anymore. Um, But so I think um, the soul number or soul path number helps us identify that, that um, sort of umbrella for the the work that we want to do. So like you said, you know, like the threes are 
um, creative um, um, as a as an Aries, you know, we're the first sign in the astrologic in the um, what do you call it? Um, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yes, the astrological cycle, but I can't think of what the word is. I'm sure it's there. But anyway, so I think I relate a lot to the number one as well. So I think, you know, number ones are initiators. And I think initiators are make great coaches. You know, they're like the ones pushing for make a change, try something new, you know, um, get in there and try it. So I think these numbers can kind of also give us you know, you you always talk about that 3D versus 5D experience. And I think, you know, I was looking at the numbers. So like number one would make a great coach. Um, I was thinking um, sevens, as you said, would make great spiritual teachers. Um, the number six, I thought those must be Reiki people. You know, there's just something of the heart and love. And um, <clears throat> so I thought, you know, I think that that could be Number fives, you know, I love and hate the number five because it's like chaos and confusion, but it's also transformation and change and growth and evolution. So again, another good number maybe for a coach or something like that where you're, or healing work where you're helping people to break down an old pattern and come through into something new. So I think, I think there's a lot to be gained by looking at these soul path numbers. Yes, it just builds a confidence in what we're doing. And so we hope that was helpful for everyone to remember. And what I want to iterate is that even though your number is such, it can still cross over. You'll find uh, teachers as threes. You'll find teachers as fours, even as sevens, right? So uh, all the jobs, they can kind of weave in between. And we just see how we each bring it differently. Um like yoga teachers could be all of these numbers, but you get in a room of yoga and some people would say, oh, there's a hundred yoga teachers. What am I supposed to do? But yet every yoga teacher is unique in what they bring. And so there truly is no competition on this planet. And I think that is another belief system. Um, in my own story, when I asked the universe, okay, then I did my radio show and then I was like, how do I monetize my radio show? And I would ask, 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 how can I make this radio show healing conversation support me? And I was shown three different things over the internet. I saw three different beautiful examples uh, uh, of people who were doing, living in their, Jennifer McLean of the beautiful, I think she was the original summit lady. She started the summit. She was the first one healing with the masters. Regina Meredith, who really, I love her. Um, just the television connection that we both have. She's just exquisite at what she does. And then um, Carrie Cassidy, back in the day, Carrie Cassidy intrigued me with her boldness to cover some of these stories that really go in there. And now she's off in her own little world. It's like, wow, you go. Okay. So anyway, those three women, but my small ego self, this is where we get in our own way. My small ego self threw my hands up in the air. I sat back in my office chair and I had a little pity party. Well, these people are beautiful and they're already doing it. Where, who, where, who am I to come in and do something like this? So that was an attitude I definitely had to work on and root out from myself. And I just did it by putting one foot in front of the other and doing what I love 
And then I did keep asking. I saw the signs come up. How do I monetize my radio show? Boom, boom, boom. I saw the three ladies pop up on my computer. Months later, how do I monetize my radio show? I would keep asking the same questions. And I kept getting the same answer. And it took me years before I fully listened. And I went to Peru on 11-11-11. And we did ceremony to Pachamama. And in that ceremony, I was praying and connecting with Gaia and also putting out a wish and saying, I really want to serve in the greatest capacity that I can. How can I serve? How can I serve? I get home from that trip and I'm going through the regular motions. I think I interviewed Jim Self, who's a beautiful spiritual teacher. And I was in my rhythm of my journalism news, television news day, where you get the story, you put it out that day. You don't go home until you put it out that day. That was an old system, an old paradigm. And I'm in the middle of this and I get done with the interview and I'm editing it and I'm going to put it up on the blog talk radio. And I heard very loudly, stop, like a scream. It was my higher self in a very bold, stop, no nonsense way. And I stopped and I just sat there for a moment. And then I saw these images of what I needed to do. And I go, okay, I got to take care of this. And this and this. And these were marketing tools that I already knew how to do. I was already working successfully in real estate training with my girlfriend, partner, very dear sister. I was the workhorse. She was the intellect talent. So I already had these skills that we put into a business. And that's what came flooding into my mind. And I'm like, okay, I get it. And then that is what shifted everything. I did take the time to like, just let it unfold. So this is part of the, we can ask the universe, we can ask for our guides to be around us. We can build our councils around us on the higher levels. And then let's be ready to listen and receive and to take action on what they give us. So I share that story because we don't need to let years go by anymore for us to pay attention to the words that are coming, the the, the device, the guidance that's coming in. Because now it's happening so much faster for everyone. So that's a roadmap for people to really pay attention to what they know within themselves and just begin doing it. And I want to say, you know, we're going to talk about a course that we teach. And and part of that course is um, a course that I've taught called the Passion Matrix, where we definitely take inventory of everything that we love. But then it becomes putting one foot in front of the other. The key point is that we are no longer doing it for making money. Like so many people, like when, when you left the corporate world or when I was leaving, I'm like, what am I going to do to make money? Well, then I got into my Adobe Audition editing software and I was like, I can make money off that. But there comes a shift when you say, I'm going to do what I love no matter what. And then the money will follow because we are doing, we're in a vortex of energy doing what we love that because we're doing what we love, circumstances shift and meet us where we are opportunities come up, uh, gifts arrive uh, out of nowhere. There could be a death in the family and there is a gift from that person who left bringing you this new job to give you uh, your next paycheck for the next couple of years or a while. That did happen to me when my mom passed. And so it's just allowing us to do what we love. The inspiration comes on how we can put out a pot for people to give us money. And so 
Um, that is, I think the number one adjustment for all of us is when we embark on this journey to really be in service and not do it for the money. And that takes a big weaving of a program. Even my husband, I still have to catch him at times and just say, wait, you're doing it for the money. What do you really love to do? And he'll be, yeah, but then the yeah, but comes in. He'll say, well, and I can help him. And I say, you know, you love to ski and you love tennis. And he's like, yeah, but I can't make money at that. I'm not 20 some years old, going to go be a tennis pro. It's like, why not? So we kept working with him, kept working on it, kept doing it. He went and got his certification to be a tennis pro, a tennis teacher. He teaches at high school now. He teaches a high school tennis teacher. He's not doing it for the money because you don't get paid money being a high school tennis coach, but he does it because he loves it. And he goes and he plays tennis. That's what he did through the pandemic. And it kept him sane and all of us sane. But these are just um, the guidance and the roadmaps for all of us to know that what we love is indeed a way that we can earn a sustainable income from it. If you love dolphins, you might think, how, if I love butterflies, how can I make money off of butterflies? If you go deep within, you'll find a way that you can be of service, loving butterflies, and even create a business out of it. If you love surfing, you can even create a business out of surfing. That's what we help people do. So get creative, people. Uh, when we teach the Passion Matrix, when, we, when we're doing our boot camp, we're going to go through an exercise where we take inventory like this. We even go into a past life where we look in the Akashic record and we're shown from our higher self what we've done in past lives, like the drop of a hat. Music was big for me, but yet I can't sing, but I know it makes me so happy. So instead, I make music from the plants. And this is just a little piece of the repertoire. So these are really important exercises and inventory taking that we can do of our own soul to be that guidance. And so as we do that inventory and we start to figure out, oh, I see what it is that I want to do or what I can do or what I absolutely love. For some people, that may already come like they may already know what that is. That could be easy. For others, we're so numb from the world that we've been living in that we've lost sight of our dreams. So we even go back to when we were eight years old, that eight-year-old child, untainted, confident with who we are after the first seven years of life. We're now eight years old, prepubescent, where, you know, as soon as we start bodies changing, we start hearing other voices, boys, girls, other people commenting about our bodies or us feeling, looking at someone else's body saying, why don't I have those yet? That's just where we start to lose sense of ourselves. So the power of going to that eight-year-old is really key. And this is something that you all watching and listening can do right now. As you take inventory of your own life and love, what did you love to do when you were eight years old? What I loved to do when I was eight years old, walk around with my little tape recorder with the little mini microphone and interview people. <laughs> and what I'm doing now. So that is what is so important about doing what we love and going back to that child. No matter if that child was 
mm, traumatized or abused, there was still a spark of love in that child, of that passion. And that's what we have all of you do when we're on this journey. And so um, we're going to talk about our boot camp, but I want to just give you a moment, Anna, for your take on your own experience and how you broke out and into it. Yeah, well, I, I think what I'm what I'm hearing you describe about this passion to me, there's it's like we come into this life with some sort of a soul blueprint, um, and I, I'm not saying everything's laid out of what's going to happen, but I, I think there's certain things, even soul qualities that we bring in, and and those things, the way I always picture it is those things that come from the heart, these passions that come from the heart those are aligned with the force of life. And so again, when we step into that flow, when we allow ourselves to step into that centered place with what's true in ourselves, then we we are aligned with life. And, and that's when you start getting the messages. That's when things, the miracles start to happen. That's when all of those things happen. So I, I really feel like this idea of getting doing this inventory, getting in touch with what your passions are is so important because it's it's an alignment. It's a it's a um, alignment with the force of life and then anything can happen. So I, I wanted to say that you kind of triggered some other thoughts for me, kind of where you started um, um, in that in that, that story that you were sharing. I think so many times I hear from people. Um, uh, there's a fear that they don't know enough yet, or they don't have enough experience yet. It's, I mean, all this stuff to me is very simple. You are, you're, you're going to attract the people. So if it's a pyramid, you're going to attract the people who are, who need to know or learn or heal from what you know. You're not going to have people from who already know a lot more coming down to to work with you there you're going to get you're you're just positioned in the right place where you are right now don't be afraid that you don't know enough or you still have to learn a lot more i mean maybe that's true but you can start and there will be people who are ready to receive who haven't been on the journey that you have you're going to be the guide for them for what you already know so i really encourage people you know i just see a lot in my coaching it's like you know people just feel like they have so much more to do, so much more work to do, so much to learn. But, you know, if you feel compelled to start your own practice, start your own business, share your gifts in some way, then you're ready. You know, you're ready. Um, go for it. So I really want to encourage that. So what, what, what did you ask me? <laughs> no, I just love that. I really do. Uh, I just think that, um, you know, I wanted to share more on what you said. Like some people, they don't think that they're ready yet. That's part of the exercises that we do in, in the work that we do. We help people realize, oh, no, you've got a lot of things to share. Here's a list building technique. Anybody can do this right now today. You can write it. You, I like to call it, you know something. Now share it. You know something. You can literally sit down in meditation uh, in a journal and just write down, you know, in a moment of being inspired when we're very calm, very relaxed in the body and just say, okay, what do I know? What do I know? Uh, and then just start writing a list. I know how to bring myself peace. I know how to open my heart. I know how to 
get myself back to sleep. I know how to raise my vibration, these sorts of things. And then the next thing that you know, you've got this huge long list. And then each one of those is meant to be shared. I think the important thing now is the sharing of information that we have where we don't feel that who's I, this happens to me all the time. I'm actually now working on 5D activations. I'm so glad that I got another level for me to get out of my own way because for decades, decades, years, I said, who am I to make a meditation? Who am I? Who am I to make a meditation? And every time I've challenged myself to step up, either if it's on a event or a retreat with other people and they say, do it. People are like, wow, that was so cool. And I'm like, wow, okay. And there's still the ego mind that doubts it. But now that I've actually, I wrote that list myself and I'm like, okay, these are the meditations. It was, an, again, a no nonsense. It's like, here's what you do. And it, it took me convincing myself that that is important. But see, that's because healing conversations and quantum conversations, it was like the audience they were like at my level or higher. Like I taught aerobics for many years and many of the people, you know, I would teach one or two classes a week at one point and the people that would show up at the class would go every day of the week. And I'm thinking they're more fit than I am. I just love to sing and dance. <laughs> so here's aerobics, but that's the, where my audience felt. And so that had me feeling less than. Once we get out of that mindset and look at the 8 billion people on this planet that need help, then it removes us from the audience of what healing conversations with the audience of light workers into people who don't even know what their chakras are. But yet when someone comes to you in need, like someone, they say, oh my God, this car just cut me off and, and she started yelling at me and she made me feel really bad. Then it's like, okay. Close your eyes, take a deep breath and spin your chakras. We can give tips like this to people who don't know what to do. So we all know tools. And so, again, another thing is to say, give credit where it's due. Um, I'm, we're going to share money games because that's really fun. And Abraham Hicks came up with two money games that have been very profound in this whole process. So we give credit where credit's due. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if you're writing a book, write a book. Credit people in your book where it's due. We read that all the time, don't we? Just give credit where credit's due. You don't have to list websites or do a bibliography. Just say the name. And then that's that's good. So I just wanted to share that as well. Yeah. So we know something. Now share it. Exactly. Exactly. And I think... One of the things that we forget to do is we we take an inventory of the external stuff, but we forget to take an inventory of the inner things that we've learned as well. In in my coaching program, when I was looking at making some transitions in my own life, um, you know, I was I the coaching life categories that we used were like money and career, health, appearance, home, things like that. And I said, you know what, this is not going to work for me to um, create transformational change because I believe transformational change happens from the inside out. And so I created, I, I thought, okay, what are the seven inner life areas that I want to um, strive toward or that I'm longing for? So we, you know, I came up with like pace, 
What's my, what's the pace that I'm longing for? Well, you know what? I want to be able to get up in the morning and be able to take my time. I want to work on things. I, I, you know, I'm a bit of a hermit. I like a quiet space. I like to be able to work on projects that, um, you know, I, I, I'm not like, I don't want to be like fast paced doing 20 things at the same time. I like taking my time working through a project. So we looked at pace, um, setting. What's a setting that, that nourishes me? You know, is it, I mean, for me, it's always big trees. You know, I love big trees. I love, um, I grew up in the woods, not literally in the woods, but woods surrounded by woods. And, and so, you know, setting, we want to like look at the things, the inner qualities that we have. Um, and you mentioned some, you know, like a good listener. I'm a good listener or I'm, you know, um, I have a sense of healing people or I'm empathic. So those qualities as well. And one of the things that I'm going to share in the boot camp is we're, we're going to um, together, we're going to create your ideal business. And I love this exercise because it takes away all the, well, I'd like to do this, but it's your yeah, buts, you know, we take the yeah, buts off and we say in my ideal business, and we're going to look at some of the inner the inner realm things like what pay, what's your ideal pace in your ideal business? What's your um, what's your I- ideal work? I think so many times people um, create businesses that they don't actually want to work in. So we want to be mindful of all those things. So so one of the exercises that we're going to do in the boot camp is my ideal business. And we're going to really get to, you know, if you could create your business to be anything, not just the work that you do, but how you are in that business and how it integrates with your life. We're going to look at all of that so that you really create an integrated, um, um, inner driven um, uh, picture for yourself. And and again, I, just, I guess I can't say it enough. When we connect with those those inner pieces, again, it brings us back to center, brings us back to our purpose. It aligns us with life, and it's just such so much more a powerful place to come from um, than when we're coming from the mind saying, "Well, I should do that," or like you were saying, you know, to I want to make money, so how do I make money? All of that is external, and it doesn't really um, align us for that um, that force that's available. Yes, really good points. Um, I love what you said there because um, I had a belief system as we started the show off about um, you need to work hard for money from the time you get up to the time you, so I was like looking at everything. I was, I had, you know, this was back in the day before WordPress. I literally was learning HTML code to do my own website. When I started, I did everything on my own. I was the webmaster. I was the marketer. I was the re- reporter, the the interviewer, the editor. And now it's like, wow, I have a team around me, which is really great. But one of the things that I got hung up on was that belief system. And I sat at my desk and I didn't work out. Again, I taught aerobics, so that would get me out. But um, there there came a point where I had to readjust my setting, as you call it. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to go on a hike because that hike put me in a vibration for the inspiration that when I got back to my desk, I could do five times the work in less time. So that's really key, this vibration, this approach. And it really, isn't it interesting? It's the opposite of what we've been taught. It's totally the opposite. And that's where we could get 
stymied by the belief systems that come up. So we have to be very gentle with ourselves and to just really tune in to what we want. That's really important. Yes. Okay. Well, let's show, let's talk a little bit about the course because this, it's not for everyone, but this is a boot camp. It's over the weekend. I'm going to share my screen. Let's see. Let me bring that up. It is for those who want to make significant strides on your business to get going. Not only is it this spiritual passion related, but it's also the nuts and bolts of working in a business and marketing. Um, we're going to go over this in a sec. Let's share. Let's let see. me say, let me add something in too. Cause one of the things, um, um, this is for people who um, are just starting out. It's for people who just want to have a small business. Like I, you know, I have, I have my coaching business. I do readings. I'm not, I don't, uh, you know, I have some online presence. I do some online marketing and stuff, but, but for the most part, I think about my business as more, you know, connected with groups of people or one-on-one -on -one kinds of things. So this is for people who, you know, want to have a Reiki practice, who do body work. And also we're going to be presenting the tools that for people who want to have a bigger online presence, like Loren has, you know, she reaches out through YouTube and, and her website and interviewing lots of people. So it, it's really going to cover the range of um, of um, levels and, and size of the business that you want to have. Yes, 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 yes. And so we're calling on those who want to learn from two people who can absolutely give you great headway in this process. Again, it's broken into three days, three hours each day. So it's nine hours of training. And, you know, I'm going to say that it's probably most likely going to be more like 10. And what we're going to do is keep it open for a follow-up Q&A a few weeks after this session so that you can come back and say, you know what? I get this now. And I've been working on this. Now I, I have some more significant questions. So that's going to be um, determined as well. But we're meeting in the powerful month of October, and it's going to be recorded, again, if you can't join live. But basically, there's some bonuses that we're going to get to. The bonuses you can immediately download and begin to work with so that you're actually getting yourself prepped for the deeper work that we're going to do. Um, so let's go over the bonuses first, because, again, they give us the background. Qualities of a spiritual leader's workbook and assessment. Anna, shall, yeah. tell us more about this. I just finished a, um, giving a leadership, a spiritual leadership retreat. And one of the important things was like, well, what are the qualities of a spiritual leader? What's the difference between just a regular leader and a spiritual leader? And so the workbook includes um, descriptions of like 10 different qualities that are so important. And then also, uh, I think there's probably like a list of 40 different um, qualities that you can assess yourself in, you know, what are my strengths? What are, you know, areas that I have where I can grow? And I think the outcome of that um, workbook and the assessment will be to help you realize you've probably got a lot more qualities um, to do what you do than you thought you did. And it also gives you a little bit of a roadmap if there are areas where you feel like you need to improve or grow 
um, you're going to know that too. Yes, that's beautiful. Again, a, an assessment. I love that word because it helps us see who we are and what we bring to the table. And when you find that out, you're going to realize I'm rich with content. It just builds our confidence. And then we've got the Passion Matrix video class. This is my baby as well. This is where you go into the weaving your passion matrix. We are getting out of the old paradigm, but now it's all about our passion and our skills and our talents. So this will give you the instruction of how you take that inventory. How, there's a meditation in there on how you go into your Akashic records and are shown your past life of a talent that you have. And maybe that makes sense if you love crystals or if you love aromatherapy or any type of energy work, you can see that that was a past life connection. And that's definitely a skill that you can bring forward. And what I love about it is that you can go and listen to the meditation anytime and you'll be shown as many past lives and as many talents as necessary. But again, it's well-rounded. It's what makes you happy, what brings you joy. You know, the sad part is most of us forget of what brings us joy. What do we love? Because we're so numb from this 3D matrix. So the Passion Matrix video class, it's um, it's four hours in itself. The first part is um, this making your passion matrix. And the next part is really marketing tools and how we send our message out there so that people are attracted to us for the guides that we are. And again, in a in the live course, we're going to go over that more in depth because that's a huge piece of this. And then set your course video class. Again, this is Anna's. Yeah. Um, if you work with me, I, I tend to be a little bit like, I know you're not, oh, I laugh a lot on this, <laughs> on this call, but I tend to be kind of serious. I do shadow work, things like that. I'm, I'm, you know, heavy into transformational work, that kind of thing. But this workshop, it, it's so much fun. It's a, it's a video and a workbook. It's five life areas, um, to help you really get, a, um, some motivation for creating not only the life that you want to be living, but to attract the money that you want to be uh, drawing in as well. So, uh, you know, in, in the money section, I ask, um, uh, it's not a matter of your budget or anything like that. It's like, if you had the money, how, where do you want to spend your money? <laughs> Start there. Where do you want to spend your money? What would you like to have? How would you like your life to be different? So there's lots of fun little exercises all the way through this to help you create your vision for yourself in health, money, lifestyle, home, and love. I love it. And we still have money games coming up. We're going to close with that because it's really fun. Um, you know, one of the games teaches us what to do with our money because it expands our awareness of money and it's just beautiful. So we're going to get there in a moment. What I love is Media Production 101 course. Again, this is what I teach, and it's an online uh, vault of all of these media um, media labs, but instruction on how you record your voice on the computer, how you use Zoom as a recording studio, lighting, microphones, all this stuff, how you edit out background noise. It's huge. Uh, if anyone is familiar with um, television or video or audio production, you know that, wow, it's a huge rabbit hole and it's a giant learning curve. 
but it doesn't have to be because it gets easier and easier with the technology. And now the technology is out there that anybody with an iPhone can go have a YouTube channel and be a phenom at it. So if you're using these tools, but now you just need to learn how to edit and make it right and make it look a little bit more professional, that's the media production course. And that's included in this uh, training as well. You're going to get a lot out of it. And it's always there. There's no expiration. So that's going to be really helpful for you. Um, and then the website writing workshop, this is huge. And this actually helps you to build your website very quickly. You know, uh, we both know, Anna, people, and I think everybody on here, how people get delayed, delayed by years for their website. So this really helps people to push through that obstacle. Tell us more. Yeah, I, 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 that's so true. I mean, I could probably name 10 people right now who are like, well, yeah, I want to start my business, but I need a website. Well, okay, first of all, you don't have to have a website to build your business. But if you do want to have a website, you don't have to make it complicated. So this course is one that I've given. Um, it's video um, recordings. Uh, and it's um, uh, the four primary website pages that you need, a home page and about page your services or products page, and your contact page. I mean, if you have those four pages, you're good to go. And one of the places, once you decide to have a website, one of the places I see people getting hung up on is writing the copy. Because even if you hire somebody to build your website for you, the first thing they're going to say is, okay, send me the copy. So, and then, and like figuring out, okay, how do I, you know, what do I put on my home page? How do I break down my services? You know, how am I going to write about myself? Those things can, like you say, can stall us for years. So I've created these very simple templates where you kind of just like fill in the blanks on each of those pages. And it's a really simple way to get your website written. And then you can take it to the next step of getting it built. So really simple to follow. Um, yeah. I love it. And in our workshop, we're going to talk about ways that you can get your website built, how you can go find people to do it for you. Um, of course, there's tools that you can do it yourself, Wix, if you'd like that. But I always say, go find someone to do it for you. And you know what? You could do it very affordably. It doesn't have to be thousands of dollars. You could do it for a few hundred dollars. Um, and we also talk about social media and a website and actually the crucial elements on a website. So now we're going to talk about um, the actual three days that we're going to spend together. Again, if you are looking, this is something that's going to set you up for success in 2024. For you taking the time to do this at the remainder of this year and putting in place some things for you to take action on, you will have something up and running and start this 2024 year of an eight abundance in power. And so what we're going to do is it's going to be on Zoom, and we find that you're going to meet other people in the Zoom room, in the class, and there's such a deep connection that you may make friends and you might find new partnerships in it as well. It's really beautiful to hear everyone's um, uh, input and, and the projects that everyone's working on. So what we've got is three days. Day one is empowering conscious entrepreneurship. Aligning your purpose and your abundance. Again, we go into 
overcoming limiting beliefs and more about it's okay to make money. Again, we're going to go deeper into the money games because it really is vital. The vision that Anna talked about, we're going to go deeply into what kind of vision do you want? This is great because you can give feedback on, you get feedback on your vision and aligning your personal goals with this. And then module three is about your gifts. Again, it's these inventories that you're going to take. So that's day one. And it's so beautiful. There's a meditation. We, this is where we go into the Akashic records to show our past lives. Again, it's the list taking. It's what we love doing. Anna, do you want to say anything about day one? Um, I think, that, you know, to me, day one is really about um, laying the foundation for what you want. It's it's that alignment with your spirit, um, your soul, um, really flushing out the parts like what's possible, what's not possible, putting away those yeah buts and just really coming from the heart and, and really getting clear on what it is that you want. And, and that's just a huge piece. Yes, it is. And so then that sets us up for the rest of the weekend, which is beautiful because this is really the nuts and bolts of it. Day two is really beginning that work, beginning the template, beginning the recipe of our soul aligned business, our roadmap. So we've got a, a module one, your business roadmap. Again, you're going to be taking a checklist of what that is. What does that mean to you? It's very beautiful. We're also going to define products and services. Again, it goes back to, you know something, now what? Or with the passion matrix, we're going to start to see how you can start doing what you love and then creating a sustaining business off of it. So it's really beautiful. Products and services, it could be online, it can be in person, all of it, it all fits, it does not matter. This is going to be a jump start for you to get moving in your service work. And then go into more, we're beginning to go into the marketing. This is more what we go into day three a lot of, but we're going to begin with creating a message that attracts the perfect customer. If you guys want, there's a book right now that we're going, we go deeply into marketing message. This is called Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller, by Donald Miller, Building a Story Brand. This is clarify your message so customers will listen. Use the seven elements of great storytelling to grow your business. Okay, that feels kind of 3D, right? However, we take this into a fifth dimensional perspective because this book, Building a Story Brand, Clarify Your Message So Customer Listens, this helps you make your clients the hero. Nobody wants another hero in their life. So we're not here touting our own story or what we do. This is what I do. This is what I do. This is helping you get into the head, the heart of your clients. What do they want? And so you're going to learn how to create a message based on what your clients want because you went through it yourself and you're going to be the guide that they're seeking to make them a success as well. That's exactly what we do. And it's beautiful. So again, if, if all you do is go buy the book, building a story brand and you want to read that, that's fine. But come to this course because we are going to show you 
exactly how you write everything from this message then goes on to your web page. It goes into each individual service that you have. So it's your overall website and what you do, but then it goes into that product A, product B, product C, and then it, it, it translates into the email messages that you write. And then it translates out into the social media posts that you write. So it's really a beautiful backbone for everything that you're writing. Again, because it doesn't talk about you, you do talk about yourself and your skills, but not up front. What's up front is we are attracting the perfect customer because we are appealing to what they are out there looking for in the planet. And I find that so beautiful. Did you want to say anything about day two? Um, hmm. Well, no, I think I think you covered it pretty much. I think, you know, this starts to get down to a little bit more of the nitty gritty here. Um, the defining your products and services is is a part of it will come from the website writing um, course that I have that I've talked about, um, because I think a lot of times for that people, if you already have a business, you may want to refine um, how you're writing about your products and services, as Loren has just said, you know, I think so many times the inclination is to say, I can help you do this, or I will help you do that. But it's like, you will have the experience of you're going to be flipping all of that and getting clear. And for anybody who hasn't defined their products and services, um, this is really going to help you to do that. And I've, you know, I've coached a lot of people in who are trying to put a business together. And this is people get hung up on this because it feels overwhelming. It's hard to sort of put a structure around it. And, you know, well, how long is it going to be? And what am I offering? So, you know, by the time you finish this module, um, it, you're going to you're going to have some definition to what you do or you're going to be able to refine what you talk about and um, what you do. So uh, all of that is really about the services that you're offering. And that business roadmap, I think, um, I think sometimes we get into, you know, creating our business and it's like, it just feels so overwhelming. And one of the things, reasons we wanted to offer that module is like, let, we're going to give you just sort of an overview of the steps that you need to take and the pieces you need to have so that you can feel confident. Okay, I'm doing this. And then the next thing I need to do is that. And the next thing I need to do is that. So you can kind of relax. It's not a big mystery or a big unknown. You're going to have a roadmap. And the roadmap is great because it's a living thing. Like the passion matrix is a living entity. It will continue to evolve so that as we go through life, we can come back to it and continue to use it. Like you said, Anna, our products and services will always evolve. They will always be inspired anew. And so no matter where people are at this point, and it doesn't matter what, if you want to do a podcast, you still have products and services to offer. Some people would be like, wait, it's a, it's just a podcast. How can I create revenue from that? It doesn't matter what your service is. We can always find a way to generate streams of income that support you in an equal energy exchange. And so that's what is really beautiful about all of this. And so then day three gets more into the technology side, the nuts and bolts, as we like to call it, because this again is marketing from a fifth dimensional level and exactly how we do that. So many people are like, well, what is important? What is the most important thing on the website? We're going to show you. You got to have certain things on your website. We're here to build a list. How do you build a list? Well, we're going to be talking about making lead magnets 
every time you go to social media, social media is the traffic. It's the highway where the traffic is. YouTube is the new TV. Should you even be on YouTube? Maybe. And we're going to talk about all these different aspects. Do you need a YouTube channel? Or can you just deal with social media? Well, anytime we do any of this, you want a lead magnet because it's going to come back to your website and that's going to be a web form that people fill out, whether it's MailChimp or um, Constant Contact, whatever that system is, it's a crucial part of your business. And I used to think, you know what, with social media, you don't even need a website these days. You still need the tools that are found on the website because I find that emailing is very effective, whereas social media, if all we do is go post, I there's people who come to me to be on my show, and they've got tens of thousands of people on social media. It's huge. But their email list is 200. And there is a saying in the 3D marketing world, your email list is worth dollar signs. Someone will pay more attention to an email. It's more responsive than it is a social media post. Social media is flight by night. It just gets on, it goes, it gets, it goes. Emails tend to stick in inboxes a little bit more. Um, you guys know me. I do send a lot of emails and I don't like that, but um, maybe that will evolve someday in the form of an app, right? Then we'll talk about apps and things. That's getting way ahead of ourselves because what we're doing is starting small with the essentials that you need. So media marketing and social media, your whole goal is to create a lead magnet. What is that? It's a freebie. It's a free gift that you give, but people are going to give that and they're going to leave their email address for you. And then how do you respond to that? How do you write? So all of those questions, you will have them answered and you'll be given great tools. And you can ask any question if you've already done this. You can come and ask questions of how you can fine tune what it is that you're doing. Uh, and then again, we're going to go deeper into websites. So again, there's essentials on your website. There's the be above the fold. The first thing that people do when they land on your website, that's got to be up front and they do nothing else but leave their email address. That's a strategy that we're going to talk about. And then media production. We're going to go into how you can produce media content and go deeper into um, the specifics for our coaching group here based on the needs of the group on what what's what's the best place to start should you do a youtube channel if you do a youtube channel what do you do we talk about consistency and ways that you can do it we'll even talk about ways if you're shy and, don't, and many light workers don't want to be seen hopefully we can break through that and get over it but um there's a way that you can do, have a youtube channel without even showing your face steve noble he has a beautiful meditation site. Hundreds of thousands of people are subscribed to his meditation. He has not shown his face once. We talk about that and how you can do it too. So this is important for you to step into your service, into your new role. And all of this is $600 less, $597. There's a two-payment plan if you need it. Because we want you to come in and do this. And we want you if, you, if you need even more help than that, then talk to us. Because, you know, we can figure something out. Because we're ready to teach you guys to step into your power and be that leader. You are all leaders. And if you're ready for it, 
we are going to support you through every step of the way. Anna, anything else you'd like to add on this? Yeah, I would say, you know, I expect that we're going to have time on each of the during each of these sessions to take questions and and um, personalize the information a little bit with with um, everybody who's participating. So um, it's it's even more than informational. It's there's you know there's some coaching involved. There's some um, um, uh, support for you in in getting past some you know stumbling blocks that you've been hitting. So. Um, uh, it's a time, you know, it's an opportunity to be with two people who've, who've done this stuff and, and built their businesses. And, you know, like we were saying earlier, okay, so we, we're at a certain place with our businesses. And if you are not at that place and you have more to learn about these kinds of things, not to say that you're not somewhere above me in something else, but in this particular area, we can help you. Um, really get past it because as Loren's been saying over and over, it's like, what are we here for? You know, if, obviously, if you're, uh, if you're listening to this, you, there's a calling that you have to participate in some way in, in um, raising the consciousness, opening our hearts, doing some healing uh, for humanity, um, even if it's one person at a time. And we want to support you in doing that. That's a part of our, you know, I've found that my work has gone not just from doing the healing work with people, but helping people to build their businesses to do that as well. So, yeah, we have 8 billion people to assist on this planet. Everyone, you are a leader and this is how we are helping you step up and step into it. Please join us if this resonates with you. Again, you know, it's not for everyone. You are going to, you know, benefit if you need this coaching, if you need this advice. We are right here for you. It really is beautiful. And we really look forward to working with you. So join us, join us, join us. It's starting in October. Again, if you can't be there all the time, it's recorded. There's immediate downloads that you get to begin making your way through it. And we invite you to check it out. It really is fun and we are excited. I love these groups because people get, I just love seeing people flourish. Uh, with my media production, it's so fun to see people, hey, I got my YouTube channel started and it's so fun. Or they started their podcast or they're doing this and uh, it's just, it brings a level of professionalism in a fifth dimensional energy. And that's what we're here to do. And so we look forward to working with you all. Awesome. Okay. Join us. The link is in our Zoom chat and it's on this webpage or it's in the description box of wherever you're watching or listening to this program. All right. And so I wanted to share, we're going to go into all the money games that we've got. It, it's pretty in depth, but uh, one of the most important ones that I found, there's two that I'd like to share. And Anna, if you've got one, you can do it too. But um, one thing, one thing would be well, I'm not, we don't have time to go into it too much now, but you know, if you ever, if you, if you say you don't have money, the universe is listening. And so one of the most important things that you can do is carry a hundred dollar bill in your wallet. So you can never say you don't have money. That comes from Abraham Hicks. <laughs> you can never say you don't have money. Um, carry, I've been in situations where something happened some car, uh, a car door got bumped, but I had a hundred dollars and that was my integrity. I gave that hundred dollars 
And then it was replenished. But you can never say you don't have money if you carry a $100 bill in your wallet. And so that's powerful. And you know, you may just need it someday. And then there you are. You're going to feel really good. We, there's also money games on tipping, using the energetics of, you know, if you go for a cup of coffee and you tip, don't balance out the tip so it's an even zero in the balance. Make that tip an activation of its own. Tip $1.11. Or if it's, you know, you're leaving a tip of $9, why don't you leave a tip of $11.11? Because that person who gets the tip on the end, it's going to be an activation of their heart in their own sense. So have fun with that and see the money generating around in the community. Okay, that's a that's a that's a smaller little tip. We I won't go too much into that because I want to get to my favorite, my most effective. Well, gosh, there's so, there's the zero game too. Oh my gosh. Okay, one of the things that I think is important is is identifying if we had money, what we would do with it. And most people are so numb they can't dream about their money. We see that when people win the lottery, they lose it like that because they don't know what to do with it. They go splurge it. This is an exercise. It's called the check register game. Again, from Abraham Hicks. You take a check register. If you still get checks, then in the back of your checks, in the, in the box, is going to be the check register. It's blank. Pull that out. Or simply use an Excel spreadsheet or just your own notebook. But the key is you have $1,000 every day to spend. Day one, and it grows by $1,000 every day, and every day you have to spend all of the money. Do this for 30 days. Day one, you have $1,000. Spend it. Day two, you have $2,000. Spend it. Spend it all. Day three, $3,000. Spend it. Day four, you get the picture. You get to day 10 after having $9,000 that you spent the next day. Now today you got to spend $10,000. Wow. You know what this does? This is going to open you to how you will spend your money. After you get done with the first needs of the shoes that you want or that that you want, this toy, that gift, then you start looking around at ways that you can help improve lives of others. And that makes us philanthropists, which I really love. How how special, how powerful is that? When we start thinking of other people and that flow of energy is so powerful that there's no um, no returning from that. So that's a very effective game. And another game, I'm just going to sneak this in. We'll talk more about it later because this really does work. Zeros. Play the zero game. No matter what you see in your bank account, no matter what is in your bank account, before you log on to your bank account, I want you to just be in that place of what if you had all the money? And how did that feel? How would that feel? Look out the window, connect in nature, feel that feeling. And then when you go to log into your bank account, imagine that you're seeing an extra zero or two. Just imagine it. And when you log into your bank account, no matter what's there, add that extra zero and say, it's coming. It's here. Yes, that is effective. And for business people, when we do this, you're going to find it's magic, magic. So those are a few money games that we share with you simply to shift your vibration and open you up to the beautiful flow of your own abundance as you start your entrepreneurial service for new earth. We're here to do it. We're excited, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Anna. Anything you'd like to say as we close? 
Yes, I would just like to say that you and I had that conversation about the money games the other day, and I usually get paid in hundreds from clients for different things, a reading or whatever, and you and I were talking about adding a zero, and the other day I realized um, a client had paid me, and it was in the thousands, and I was like, oh, interesting, it's like you added a zero, <laughs> all you did was your imagination, and the universe, you know, and, and then I won't go too deep into it, but um, I start to see numbers too. Like in Excel spreadsheets, I walk, work a lot with Excel spreadsheets and I'll do the calculations and copy and then the calculations has to be refreshed. But then I'll see like a calculation with the extra zeros in it. And I'm like, yeah, someday, someday. And it's not for me. Someday. This is for what, how we pay our speakers. Someday I'm going to be paying that speaker that we want to do it for other people. And so these are powerful tips. Yeah. Enjoy everyone. And let us help you. If you have questions, you can email me, you can email Anna, and we will help you. But we're really looking forward. It doesn't matter where you are or where you're starting. If you've never been in business by yourself, if you have, if you haven't, it's all here in a great new beginning. And we're looking forward to it. Thank you, Anna. I'm so happy to be here with you. And I thank you for doing this with me. And I thank everyone for your light and for your sharing on our planet. As we say goodbye, Anna, any final thoughts? Only thing I want to say about the boot camp is, and, and if you do this in all of your calls, but I feel like being together with a common purpose of like, how are we going to share our gifts? That it, it, it engenders like a thrust, an energetic thrust that, that supports all of us, like our collective energy together. Um, and, and in this time that we've spent together here today, there's a, a thrust that comes from us being together and, and sharing our hearts and sharing our purpose. And so um, I thank you for today. And I also, you know, for anyone who wants to join us for the boot camp, I really do feel like there's going to be a level of energy that's going to come behind you to just really support you in what you do and support all of us in what we're doing because there's a shared yes. purpose. Beautiful. We are supported and we're going to receive that guidance. Yes, yeah. it's more than just here in the physical. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Thank you, Anna. And thank you, everyone, for being here. We love you and we thank you. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation. And thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.